Hello everyone, welcome to Wine Down Wednesdays. I'm your host Paula Taylor and this is episode 142. If you are enjoying the show, as always, please like the show, please share it, make sure you're following it on whatever podcast platform you're listening on because it will notify you when there's new episodes and sometimes we don't do every week now. That's a good way to know like when I go into Spotify and I go to my homepage I get a little wind down Wednesdays with a blue dot letting me know there's a new episode that's up so that's really helpful. You can also support the show by donating to me directly. You can go to paulataylorenergy.com, go to the podcast page and there's a donate link there and you can donate through PayPal. So every once in a while on the show, we do a series, and there's very common, there's themes that kind of run through this. If you listen to a few shows in a row, the shows absolutely build on each other. You don't have to have listened to the previous shows, but sometimes we end up kind of in a series of shows that are really closely related to each other, and, and we're about to start a series. So I know we're going to do at least three shows where we talk about embodiment, different aspects of embodiment and how it affects different areas of our life. And I I thought about for this very first show, just calling it what is embodiment, because I've been thinking a lot about this. And there's a lot of complexity to this topic. It's one of those things, I said this on a recent show, it's deceptively simple. What is embodiment? Being in your body, that sounds simple. It's not that simple. It's not that simple to accomplish. We'll talk a little bit about why. And and there, it's much more layered and nuanced than that. So what I decided to call this episode is spiritual integration and embodiment or embodiment and spiritual integration because there are layers and nuances to embodiment that go beyond what we understand as the physical body. We're going to go into a little bit of energetic anatomy in this show so that I can kind of illustrate what I'm talking to. I'm going to introduce an idea that's sort of newly coming to me that I've been working with for myself. I always get excited about that. So we're going to talk about that tonight. In next week's show, I'm really excited. We're going to talk about embodiment and your authentic voice. This is a really powerful show that I've kind of been waiting to do that I'm really excited about that leads directly into my upcoming workshop in October, um, Awaken Your Authentic Voice. And if you're listening to this later, you're going to be like, October when? October 2023. But this is a workshop that I offer once or twice a year. This year we've done it twice a year. It's really powerful. And there's a lot about embodiment in this workshop that really helps. Your voice and embodiment are very closely tied. We're going to talk about that next week. And then in the show after that, I think we're going to talk a little bit about embodiment in the physical body, physical health. But we can't really get into all those things. We don't know what embodiment is. And, and if I don't define, <clears throat> excuse me, if I don't define sort of my idea of this, because a lot of times we, I'll tell you, you know, you could ask 10 different people about something and they might give you 10 different answers. And I've been thinking a lot about this topic. And again, there's a lot of complexity and nuance. So let's kind of dive right in. And and I was thinking about this earlier today and I was getting really excited. And sometimes when that happens, I trip over my words and, and kind of get ahead of myself. But I'll try to slow myself down and present this in a way that is understandable and accessible. So let's start with the basic definition of embodiment, which most people, this is the deceptively simple part of this, being in your body, being present in your body, in your physical body. And again, even that is very complicated because what happens to most of us is that we are not occupying our physical body. We have been kind of kicked out and we're occupying more of a mental space and we'll get way more into detail on that, especially if you have a history of trauma, which I think almost everyone does to some degree that affects your embodiment very deeply. But before we can even talk about kind of what embodiment means, from my perspective, we have to talk about energy. Because what does being present in your body mean? Like, yep, I'm present in my body. I'm walking around in my body. That is not embodiment. Having a physical body is not being embodied. There are very many people who have physical bodies who are not energetically occupying their bodies. That is what embodiment really means. And so again, it's deceptively simple because it sounds like a physical idea of being physically present in your body. That is energy work. What that really means is, is my energy fully present in my body? Am I fully grounded in my body? Am I connected to the earth? And from there, I would say that even more 
in depth and, and sort of nuanced than that, which is why I'm introducing spiritual integration into this, is this idea that embodiment is not just about the physical body. We've already gotten into energy work because energy work is physical. We're going to talk a little bit more about that. So yes, embodiment is being energetically present in your body, but your body has energetic fields both with, within it, things like the chakra system. You can see that on the wall behind me. The, that's the seven main chakras, but there's some people say billions of chakras. Some people say every cell has a chakra. There's meridians. That's a Chinese medicine perspective. So within the physical body, we actually have energetic components that I consider part of the physical body. If you come to see me for a session, and let's say you're here for massage, and I find some tightness in your back, which I always do because everybody has something, you know, up in the shoulders, between the shoulder blades. That is physical tension that exists in your physical body, but there's an energetic component to that. And the exploration of that is how I work with people. That is why I have physical success helping people release because I am not just working on the physical body because the physical body is energetic. So there is energy moving throughout your physical body, all of your organs. There are There is energy within and around in the cells. There is the energetic field just around the body that we have talked about on the show before called the etheric body. And that it also exists around all of your organs. It's kind of generated at the heart. And I talk about a lot of this in detail in my book, Spiritual Integration. Very helpful. It's sort of designed for people who aren't familiar with energy work to start to understand some of these concepts without having to know the depth of, you know, you don't have to have the depth of anatomy that a, that a doctor has, that a medical doctor has in order to understand anatomy and kind of know where your organs are. We're going to talk about that in a few shows, actually. So having some knowledge of your physical anatomy is really important. Having some knowledge of your energetic anatomy is very important because it is part of your physical body. So further out from the etheric field, we have the auric field, and, and that is part of your physical body. And we're going to talk, we've talked before, I'm tying together a lot of concepts here, so you might find you want to go back and listen to some older episodes there is an episode where we talked about energy as a fluid medium, and we're going to bring that in tonight. We're going to talk about energy as a fluid medium, physical energy as a fluid medium, and then we're going to also talk about the energy of light, which is spiritual energy, and I'm going to introduce this idea called the light body that I've been working with for myself, but I don't want to get too far ahead of myself. I want to kind of present this hopefully in a way that's kind of digestible, because if you're new to this, this could seem like a lot of information. But this is one of those things, it's kind of like how they don't teach you like basic for personal finance in high school or things like that. Like you should know basic energetic anatomy because it is part of your physical body. And for most of us, if we are attempting to release and recover from trauma, if, we're, if we want to live a better life, if we want to feel better physically and mentally and emotionally, all of that requires energy work. You cannot do that without doing energy work. I firmly believe that. Physically, you've got to do the, the work with the physical energy of the body. Emotional energy is stored in the body. And we're going to talk a little bit more about mental energy because that is where most of us are living. So back to the basic concept of embodiment. Embodiment really means that you are aware and present energetically in your body. I was working with a client a while ago and he said, I don't understand energy work. And as we kind of were going along, you know, I was talking about energy. We were working with calling in some energy. And then he said to me one day, and I'm paraphrasing. I don't remember exactly what he said. But basically the idea was like, oh, I'm aware of my belly or I'm aware of my hips. I can feel them. That is energy work. If you are aware of your body, if you can feel that you are in your body, if you are occupying your body, that means that your energy is present in the body. That is what that really means. So embodiment really means calling your energy into the body and being aware that it's there, letting it flow, letting it move, releasing stagnation and holding and all of the things that cause physical illness in the body. And what happens to most people, I would say, 99% of the people that I have worked with over the last 20 years come in as what we sometimes joke about in, in the bodywork field as heads on a stick or lollipop people. So what that means is that all of your energy is kind of occupying this space around your head. So I mentioned mental energy. 
this is where most of us live. This is how we've designed our society. Most of us have jobs that aren't necessarily physical anymore. We're not doing physical work because that is one great way to kind of embody yourself to get into your body you can very easily do physical things and not be embodied but but doing physical activity is one way to embody most of us are spending our time you know we're staring at computer screens we're staring at phones we're driving in a car we're having mental conversations all of that is what it does is it kind of pulls your energy up and out of the body so that you're not grounded, you're not present in your actual body, and you're sort of just floating around with, with all this energy around your head. Some people even call it floating heads. You're, you know, we're just a bunch of floating heads kind of floating around without this ground that is so important to integration, to being a fully whole present human being. Now, if you have a history of trauma, that tends to be even worse because what happens energetically, anatomically with trauma is that you go through trauma, whatever type of trauma it is, and your body feels unsafe. Whether it's emotional trauma, physical trauma, sexual trauma, it doesn't matter the type of trauma, your body feels unsafe. And what happens energetically when your body feels unsafe is that it does the exact thing we just talked about. It pulls the energy up and out and the energy is kind of floating around in the head. And again, 99% of the people I work with, and I am one of them, I am not saying that I am different, I've done a lot of work to, to re-embody myself, that is some of what this trauma work is, what somatic work is, is re-embodying, is bringing your energy back down into the body and fully occupying your entire physical field. Most people are not in that space of embodiment most of the time. They are kind of, we're all kind of up in this headspace, in this mental energy. So so what happens is, and we've talked about this on the show before, and the uh, analogy I always like to use that I think is really straightforward is this idea that you have this big, beautiful house, and it's got a basement and three floors and an attic, and you are living in the attic with no access to the rest of that house. So what happens, let's say you had a family of five and you were all shoved into an attic, there's going to be a lot of agitation. There's going to be a feeling that you don't have enough space. What happens energetically, the other analogy I like to use is when we're in a really small space, imagine that you had a little rubber bouncy ball and you were in a tiny closet and you threw it. It would go bum, 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 back and forth against the wall. That is what the energy does in the mental space because we have a huge amount of energy. It is meant to occupy within the entire body and then in these fields around the body. And when we are fully integrated, then the energy flows and there's a great, beautiful, graceful movement to it. What happens when the energy has been kicked out into that mental space is that all this energy is jammed into this tiny little space and we get that ping pong ball effect or we get that effect of having a whole family trapped in an attic and everybody's snapping and sniping at each other and and tempers are running hot because there's not enough space. And and it's interesting because what this this is programmed, absolutely. This is programmed in our culture, this is programmed in our families, this is programmed in our society. But the the sad thing is, and the reason I wish more people knew this, and the reason I'm passionate about teaching this, and I wish we would teach children this, and maybe we're making some strides with that, is this idea that if you're trapped in your attic, at a certain point, that is of your own making. It might have been a survival skill when you were growing up or when you were in the midst of trauma, but at a certain point in your life, that there's there's no lock on the attic door. You could push the attic door down and like, oh, pretty soon here I am on my third floor. Oh, I'm in my throat and my heart space. And how wonderful is this to have a little bit more space? And then, oh wait, look, there's another floor and I can go down and now I'm in my first floor. And I've got this beautiful cave of my sacrum and my solar plexus, this beautiful belly cave that everybody, almost everybody I work with, when I ask them, how do you feel? How do you feel in your belly? How does your belly feel? The answer I get is, I don't know. And it's because you're not present in that area of your body. So then you can come down into that first floor and then, oh my gosh, there's a basement. There's a whole, there's these legs below my pelvis and these feet. And even lower than that, there's this connection I have to the earth. That is what physical embodiment is. It's actually allowing your energy to occupy your entire physical body. 
Now, beyond that, we're getting into what I'm going to call spiritual integration, but I think is still part of embodiment. This is what I've been thinking about and kind of where some of the complexity and nuance of this comes in, where it's, it's like I said, it's deceptively simple. It sounds like, oh, I just need to be present in my body, like easier said than done, first of all. But then wait a minute. What about the space around my body? What about this beautiful auric space? All of that is actually part of your physical body. Your electromagnetic field can actually be measured. That is something that science is finally catching up to, the world of kind of metaphysics and, and traditional Chinese medicine and Reiki and all of these things that have been around for many, 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 many years that were not proven scientifically, science is starting to demonstrate. Yes, we actually have an electromagnetic field around our body. And that is an energetic field, but it is part of your physical body. It is affected by other physical things. It is where a lot of our illness starts, is that some little thing kind of made it into your field and then pretty soon it gets all the way into your body. And the more you know about energy work or the more you receive energy work, if you don't want to learn enough to do it yourself, you can receive it from someone like me, the more that you will have health on all levels of your being because that stuff, when we clear, we clear the body, which is the densest kind of hardest part of this, which is why that's where a lot of us start. But then we also need to clear those fields around our body. And the goal, as I always say, I like three words for healing that replace the word healing. That's clarity, expansion, and harmony. What we're going for is clarity of the vibes, of the vibrations. And again, we use the word vibes and people kind of laugh. Oh, that's a hippie term. That is a scientific term. Electromagnetic energy vibrates. All energy vibrates. Light vibrates. Sound vibrates. So the energy in our body is vibrating. So when we do energy work, when we do sound healing, when we physically alter the vibrations within and around our body, that is how we create healing. And I like to talk about bringing clarity. So we want, we want to clear away muddiness. We have these muddy fart frequencies of trauma that tell us, you know, old beliefs and, and, and holding in the body. That's kind of like that feeling of being unsafe that we need to retrain our bodies to feel safe. That is actually energy work. That is clearing those frequencies. And then that makes space for us to expand and it brings in more harmony. And, and it's the opposite of a vicious cycle. I like to call it. It's a, it's an uplifting cycle or it's a cycle of healing where the more work you do, the more clearing you have, the more opportunity for expansion there is, the more harmony you bring in. And it just ends up pretty soon you've got this big, beautiful, amazing flowing field and you'll find your physical vitality is better. Your mental clarity is better. Your emotional, you're able to process your emotions and they don't get trapped in the body as much. So all of that to me is part of physical embodiment. But I'm going to introduce another concept tonight. This is something I've been working with and we're going to get into a little bit of this idea of of the energy as a fluid medium kind of an energy as a light medium. So all of this energy within the body, it has a substance to it and it has this fluid motion to it. The energy of you, I've been doing this craniosacral training this year and, and energy flows up and down the body. And same thing in traditional Chinese medicine, energy flows through all of the meridians in your body, down and up your arms, down and up your legs. You've got the energy kind of of the chakras that that's moving in each system. All of this moves in a way that feels very fluid. I kind of, I liken it to honey. It's this beautiful sort of amber flow of like if you turn your honey jar over, you know, it's not like water where it just flows out. It's like this slow flow of beautiful fluid energy. But beyond that, that, I'm calling that physical energy. And again, I'm just doing that for categorization to make this understandable. There is lots of overlap and kind of gray areas here, but it helps to categorize so that we can talk about things and kind of help people understand them. So I had this message that came through in one of my craniosacral classes, and it was the fluid is the medium and the light is love. So the fluid is the medium through which this physical energy moves. But the light is the love that we are made of. The light is the spiritual matter that we are made of, the spiritual energy that flows through us. And, and it's really interesting to me 
because I do think, again, we've got these fields around our body and yes, there's a light aspect to them, but I believe that they are physical. And again, there's overlap here, of course. I was receiving a craniosacral session the other day and, and I was having all this physical release and all of these things were unwinding in my torso and it was like really delicious and beautiful. And then at the same time, I became aware of my light body and this idea that all of this kind of tension and tightness and these rotations in my physical body where the fluid medium of energy was kind of being bound up as that released and the fluid energy moved, I had more access to feel to be aware of my light body and I had this sense of how gigantic my light body is and I had this sense of this idea of almost like being in two bodies at once and this idea that yes I'm in this physical body with this sort of fluid energy but beyond that I have this big beautiful amazing light body that directly connects me with divine energy and the goal of of kind of mastering life, so to speak. I'm not sure anyone ever does that, but the goal of that is to fully integrate these bodies. So I was in this session and I could feel my physical body. I was having all these beautiful kind of openings and I was doing a lot of like twitching and moving around. They could feel things kind of reorganizing within my body. But then I could feel this light body. And again, it was almost like being in two places at the same time. And, and I think full embodiment full spiritual, spiritually integrated embodiment is really when those two bodies become one. When there's no difference any longer in the way you perceive your physical body and this beautiful light body. And I want to talk a little bit more about what, what I think the light body is and, and kind of what the difference is between that fluid physical medium and this spiritual light energy medium. So I see this light body, first of all, as a pillar of light. I keep getting, and we, de we delve into that light. We tap into the light, that light every week. We call in this light through the crown, through the top of the head, and it travels down through the body and into the earth. This is like a pillar of light that connects us to our source, to that divine energy, unconditional love, source, spirit, God, whatever word you want to use from that. This is the actual light that, that our spirit is made of. It connects us to our soul. It connects us to the earth as well. And that's another interesting idea here is that the earth is kind of that, that denser fluid medium, but the light and the earth are, are absolutely connected and meant to kind of flow together. We're meant to have this flow of light and fluid up and down the body. The light body though also connects us to some of the things that, that are much more abstract and much more esoteric than the physical body. So things like your connection to your past lives or future lives or parallel lives. So this idea that, you know, in the multiverse, maybe you made a different decision someplace and like there's a different version of you living out that decision that you are connected to that version of yourself via the light body. You are also connected to your ancestral line via the light body. So your, your physical ancestral line is actually carried in your body. It's carried in the mitochondria of your DNA. And they have proven that scientifically that trauma and things are passed down through your DNA. So you may not, maybe you didn't have any trauma in this lifetime, but somebody in your lineage did and that's held in your body somewhere. So there's a physical component to that. But there's also this light body, this energetic connection to not just your physical lineage, but you actually have an energetic lineage. Like I have a lineage of of healers of people that I work with that feel like part of my family that that aren't connected to my bloodline but that have gifted things to me in that form of kind of light energy this is your connection to other dimensions people use the word starseed and some people will say they know where they came from you know oh, I can't I'm Arcturian or I'm I'm Lyran or I'm I'm Atlantean or I'm Lemurian there's all these different kind of places that people feel like they came from, other dimensions, other planets, other galaxies, whatever it is, you are connected to that via your light body. And I think some people are just more aware of that thing, those things than other people are. It come, you come in a little more open to that kind of light information that comes in, but anybody can learn that. And that can be, again, that is part of embodiment. Yes, being present in your physical body is very important and having that flow of fluid energy in the physical is very important. But the light body 
is who you are here to be. The light body is why your soul incarnated into this body and what you are called to do in a, in the form of service, what I call divine service. And, and it's interesting. I'm thinking a lot about my book, Spiritual Integration, and, and I've been thinking about kind of doing a second edition of it. And a lot of this stuff is in that book, but it's not worded in quite this way. What we are here for is what I call divine service. And in order to, to, heed that call for service, you must be connected to your light body. That is where that information comes from. But you also must be present and embodied in your body if you're going to have an effect on this physical realm. And I think that's where a lot of people in this kind of new age spiritual community get lost, is that they get so excited about the light body and they feel so comfortable in the light body and the spiritual, and I was one of them for a long time, that they're not embodied. They don't work on the embodiment part of this. But the deal is if you want to be effective in this physical realm, if you want to do what your light body is here to do, you have to work within the physical body. You have to be present in the physical plane. You have to be grounded. The most effective and powerful healers, for lack of a better word, that I have ever encountered are extremely grounded. They are extremely embodied. They are extremely present in their physical body. And, and the mistake that a lot of people make, I think, is that because that light body is, is so fun and it's ethereal and it, and it feels like that expansion that we're looking for, we sort of, we actually make this idea of, you know, I said we're kind of all up in the head and, and kind of in this mental realm. Well, we tend to leave even further. And there's a lot of people who are floating, barely even having a head. They're just sort of floating around. And you know, you know, if you've heard maybe the term like hippy dippy or even the term new age kind of implies this sort of untetheredness that a lot of people do have. And again, you cannot be effective serving your light if you are not grounded in your physical body, if you are not present and embodied fully in the physical body, in the, in the fields around your body. All of that is part of the physical body. And so in order to be fully integrated, in order to fully serve, in order to be effective at doing what you're here to do, whatever that is, it's different for all of us, you must be physically embodied and connected to your light body, embodied in the light body, embodied in that fluid medium of the physical as well as that light that is love. And I'm not sure I ever thought about it that way until I started getting into this kind of topic and this, the, these other things that we're going to be heading into in this series kind of expand on this. And, and we'll get into more specifics about kind of how do we embody into the physical. We talk about that a lot, but we're going to do a show about that. What is the connection of our voice to being embodied? We're going to talk more about those things. What I wanted to do tonight was just kind of present this information and give you a chance to digest this and think about this and wrap your mind around the fact that embodiment is not just a physical thing. From the very beginning, it's an energetic thing because what it means is energetically occupying your body, being fully present all the way down into your feet, being connected to the earth, being grounded. Before you can expand out and really take advantage of your light body, you've got to be physically present. And from there, from that space of grounding and presence and, and embodiment, then we begin to expand out into that etheric body, into that auric body. And from there, when we are fully expanded and fully embodied physically, that is when we have the fullest access to our light body. That is when we can be fully effective in serving our light body, in serving our soul, in serving our divine purpose. We must be physically embodied. We must work toward integration. And again, no one is perfect. I'm not perfect. I have plenty of moments where I am not embodied. But I have been doing this embodiment work pretty 
intensely and pretty consistently since probably 2019 is when I really started like figuring out how to get into the body. Oxytocin breathing is one of the best ways to get embodied and we do that every week and we'll of course talk more about that. This, the way that I start every meditation, there is a reason that I bring you from the head down when I guide a meditation because if I start you at the feet, most people don't even have awareness of their feet. And when I work with people one-on-one, it often takes three to five to even six or seven sessions before I can help that energy, before I can hold the space for the person's energy to move all the way down to their feet. It, it, it is a training process, a retraining process, because most of us have spent so much time up in this kind of head area that it's like, again, I'll say, how does your belly feel? Oh, I don't know. It's because there's no energy in the belly. There's no awareness. There's energy there because we're alive, but there's no awareness of their, that energy. There's no presence in that energy. There's no movement to that energy because it's essentially been abandoned. We've kind of abandoned our bodies. Again, not by choice, by programming, by trauma. So what we're going to do in tonight's meditation is just explore these spaces. We're not looking for a drastic change, although you might find one, and the more you repeat this, you'll probably definitely find some really significant shift. But what we're going to do is, kind of like we always do, we're gonna call the energy into the body. That is the reason I start almost every meditation that way, is because again, if we are not present in the body, then we can't really expand into that spiritual realm with any degree of efficacy. So we're gonna work on, and I'm gonna introduce something tonight that we're gonna go really in depth in in a couple of weeks, which is this idea of, I'm gonna mention it because it's so, <laughs> it, it was one of those things that blew my mind and and maybe it'll be helpful to hear it a couple of times. So I'm just going to introduce this because we'll I'll mention it in the meditation as we kind of explore the space within, around our body, and then kind of explore the light body. So I realized the other day I was talking to somebody about embodiment and, and the word interoception or interoception. We're going to talk a lot about that in a couple of weeks. And what that basically means is your awareness of the body from the inside out. Uh, what does your body feel like? You know, if I ask you, what does your stomach feel like? Like this, do you have the ability to kind of from inside your body go into your stomach and check in with it? And what I realized when I was talking to this person was that I, even after all of the work I've done and all the work I do with other people, I work on myself like I work on someone else. I can't be in your body physically, obviously. So when I work on you in a session, I'm working on you from the outside in. Absolutely, I can get a sense of what the organs feel like and everything. But what I realized was that that word interoception, that like your what is your sense of your body from within, I didn't have one. Didn't have one. Because like if I said I've been working with my pancreas a lot trying to kind of get my blood sugar um, levels to kind of be a little more, uh, well, just be more, uh, be better. I don't know. My brain just went, I don't have a word. <laughs> be more stable. Be better. And, and so the way I was doing that was like the way I would work on someone else was this idea of like I'm outside of your body and I'm going to find the pancreas, you know, from outside the body. Never occurred to me until that moment oh, wait a minute, I could actually like slide my energy, my awareness inside my body and from the inside of my body be like, oh, there's my pancreas, which again, helpful to have a little bit of knowledge to do that, a little bit of anatomic knowledge, just a basic, you know, diagram of the body. So you know, you know, oh, the liver's on this side, the spleen's on this side, I've got two kidneys, I've got, you know, my my pancreas is kind of in the middle, the, the stomach's a little bit to the left. And, and, Having some knowledge of that can help you when you're trying to kind of get into that in interoceptive space and, and figure out what does my body feel like from the inside. When I ask somebody, how does your belly feel? You know, it's not like sometimes what people go to, right, you know, I, my belly feels fat or my belly feels bloated or my belly feels gross. That's not what I'm asking. What I'm asking when, when I ask, what does your belly feel like? I want to know what the cave inside your belly feels like, that beautiful cave that most people have never explored because they just weren't taught how to or it seems scary or it seems dark. And that requires interoception. 
I've got to get inside my body and really feel what this feels like. And we're going to do basically a whole show where we talk much more about that and the connection between embodiment and physical health. But I wanted to kind of introduce that because as we go down through the body today, I'm going to encourage you to, to travel through the inside of your body. And what happens is that, again, we every single week I probably say this, intention and energy are inseparable. Working with with intention is how you work with energy. I mean, you can work directly with it with your hands and everything, but especially when you're working on yourself. So what we're talking about here is the intention of kind of feeling down through your body. And even as I do that, I can feel the energy starting to move down my body. And maybe it's been a little bit stuck today and a little bit bound up because I've been on the computer and in a mental space. So we're going to talk much more in detail about that, but I will in, I will introduce that a little bit in the meditation. We'll probably do a whole meditation on that later where we really get into the organs and the kind of the inside of the body, which I think is where a lot of people kind of lose it. You know, like if I say, oh, find your heart space, like that, that seems a little more accessible. And then when we get lower than that, it's like, I don't know. I don't know what's happening down there. And again, you're not alone. And there, And it just takes practice. Practice makes progress. So we're just going to explore. We're going to explore the energy in the body. Bringing awareness is how we begin to move the energy. So are you really aware of, you know, are you really aware of your bottom on the seat? Or or is there just this kind of mental idea that like, oh yeah, I'm sitting down and there's something down there. Or can you actually feel, you know, how do my, fit, my hips feel on this chair, let's say? How do my legs feel? How do my feet feel on the ground? I ask that a lot in the meditation. Feel your feet on the earth, or how do your feet feel on the earth? That is a that is a cue that that guides your your awareness to kind of send the energy down there to check in. And then we're going to do a little bit of exploration of the etheric body, which we've done before. A little bit of exploration of the aura, and then we're going to check in with this idea of the light body. Once you're present in your body, can you feel this pillar of light? What's coming in through that? What kind of connections are coming through? I my feeling of my light body is that it extends way. I mean, the aura, and again, your light body is probably within your aura, or it's very connected to your aura. Like these aren't really either or things, but but I can feel my light body expand way beyond my aura oftentimes, even if my aura is kind of in a little tighter around my body. I, it's like I have these big, beautiful wings that kind of extend really far out, you know, 75, 80 feet on either side of me. And it's really cool. And it's how we start to do this integration work. It's just checking in and, and developing the awareness around it. So let's meditate together. So for this meditation, you do want to be tapped into your awareness and we're going to be exploring the body. So find a position that allows you to feel like you'll be connected to your body. If you think you're going to drift off and kind of fall asleep lying on your back for this one, you might want to choose to sit up, but let your intuition guide you here. You can do this from any position. Sometimes it's nice to lie on your back because you can really feel the whole back of your body against the ground or whatever it is that you're lying on. So let's start as we almost always do with three to five deep oxytocin breaths. If you want, you can add a little bit of gentle movement to the body while you're doing that. So we're going to breathe in through the nose, let the belly really float out. And then as we sigh that breath out through the mouth, we're going to use an audible ha sound, starting high, letting it just smoothly move down to a lower pitch. And that vibrates the vagus nerve. It tells the body that we're safe. And that's where we always want to start any kind of work. We can't get any kind of embodiment physically or spiritually if we're not feeling safe. So let's do three to five of those beautiful oxytocin breaths. I'll do one with you. And just do a few more of those. Notice right away that it might give you more of a sense of presence in your body. 
you might first thing you might notice is how uncomfortable you are you might notice that your shoulders and your neck are tense or you might notice that your hips feel tight because you've been sitting all day so again just do some little gentle movements here just kind of working through any little kinks or discomforts that's part of this embodiment process is again telling the body it's safe oh yes i see that this is uncomfortable how can i help you here and sometimes we can't sometimes we can't get rid of the discomfort but just acknowledging it sending some love is enough for the body to feel that sense of safety so as you're ready you can release that breath you can bring it back anytime during this meditation if it feels like it helps i always encourage some nice breathing out through the mouth anytime we're doing any kind of release work as we're moving down through the body breathing out through the mouth will help you move some of that stagnant energy or let go of those frequencies that aren't serving so imagine the top of your head opening that's the crown chakra and you can imagine almost like a beautiful flower opening a lotus flower is one that, that that we commonly use you can use any kind of flower you can imagine just kind of opening a faucet and letting some energy flow through that space whatever works for you visually again if you can't see anything in your mind's eye that's completely fine just use intention i allow the top of my head to open i open my crown chakra for the highest good and as that space opens we begin to invite that beautiful light to flow in but we're also inviting that fluid energy that physical energy that moves down through the body and within and around the body this is this is light and fluid in one the fluid is actually carrying the light here which is just a beautiful you can think of warm honey Kind of illuminated this beautiful amber color of honey and it's just flowing down through that beautiful crown chakra and and right away get a get a sense of this beautiful fluid light coming into your brain from the inside of your body if you can just get a sense you might even put your hands on your head that can sometimes help with awareness what does the inside of my head feel like what does my brain feel like can i allow this beautiful fluid light to flow into all the little beautiful cracks and crevices of my brain can i allow it to flow down the inside of my skull of the bones of my face and my jaw allowing this beautiful golden fluid and light to flow into the spinal cord from the top of the head into your neck down the inside of your throat almost like you're swallowing this beautiful warm liquid honey this light and fluid combined letting it come now into the chest and again see if you can get a sense of this from the inside of your body maybe it's flowing out through the collarbones and again you can use your hands here to help with the awareness this beautiful light this fluid is flowing down through the bones of your upper arms towards your elbows it's flowing all the way down through the bones of your forearm inside your wrists inside your hands using the bones as a visualization can help you kind of get this sense of the inside of your body and then allow this beautiful fluid light this golden flow to come into your chest and imagine this coming into your lungs flowing through your lungs kind of cleaning up any impurities in your lungs really letting that area feel kind of more flowing more open coming into your physical heart that beautiful heart that keeps you alive that beats over and over and over again that holds rhythm in your body let this fluid come into the chambers of your heart the four chambers of your heart around the heart there's a beautiful sac surrounding your heart that's where your etheric body begins to generate that fluid that 
surrounds your body, surrounds all the organs of your body, all the cells of your body, letting this beautiful fluid now flow down into the torso. And instead of going organ by organ, we're going to do that in a couple of weeks, just feel the inside of your belly. So the just around kind of that cavity of the inside of your belly and back. And imagine that somebody poured this honey down through your chest and now it's just running slowly down the inside of your belly, the inside of your back, the inside of the sides of your belly. It's flowing down through that beautiful cavity that holds all of your vital organs and into the hips and the pelvis. And this is a space where we can get a lot of stagnation, get a lot of holding and, and just a sense of not being aware of this space. So as this beautiful fluid flows into your pelvis, imagine that your pelvis is a bowl, that the bones of your pelvis are kind of shaped like a bowl and let this fluid come down and fill that bowl of your pelvis from within feel it it's like your whole torso now from the pelvis all the way up all the way through the heart and the neck every part of your body now here is filled with this beautiful fluid you might even feel like your body wants to start to move with this fluid allow that movement you might feel some twitches that's just this energy flowing into a little bit of resistance kind of moving some places where the energy wasn't moving so now coming into the legs, envisioning this beautiful warm honey flowing down through the thigh bones, inside the bones, the marrow of your bones sort of flowing with this beautiful honey into the knees and then coming all the way down through the bones of your lower legs, the inside of your shin the inside of your calf, really letting the legs now fill up with this gold and beautiful light and fluid, this honey, this beautiful viscous flow of life force energy all the way down into your ankles and your feet now. All the little bones of your feet filling up with this beautiful golden liquid, this fluid light and love. And then imagining the bottoms of your feet opening, just like you opened the top of your head, little chakras at the bottom of your feet, and allow that energy to flow all the way down into the earth. So it's like you're sitting in a waterfall of this beautiful, slow-moving, golden, amber fluid, this light, this love, this fluid energy moving down all the way through the body into the earth, connecting you to the earth. You might even notice if you grow some roots down into the earth that that fluid is present within the earth as well. This beautiful fluid mo motion of the earth beneath your feet. If you're not aware of that, that's fine. Just set the intention that you're fully grounded and connected to the earth. And just spend a moment here noticing the difference from when you started. Maybe you're just aware, oh yes, this is my bottom on the, on the seat. This is my feet on the floor. This is my back lying along the surface I'm lying on. Maybe you had no awareness of these parts of your body before, other than maybe some mild discomfort or tension. Just really allowing this fluid to continue moving and flowing. Again, you might find your body kind of swaying around in this fluid. That's a great way to get this, this motion happening. And then just begin to send your awareness into the area just outside your body. Just about one to three inches outside of your body. This is the etheric field. You might kind of bring your hands just outside the body if that helps. But what we're doing is we're just letting this fluid seep out from all of our pores, from all of the physical boundaries of the body into this space around the body, into this etheric body. So it's like we're sitting in this beautiful sack of flowing golden light and this beautiful fluid, this nice, thick, slowly flowing honey that's now kind of oozed out from the body and it's it's in this space just around the body and you might find that right away it's just oozing beyond into that auric field and that's completely fine there's really no separation here 
between these fields energetically this fluid can flow all the way out so imagine now that you're sitting in this big beautiful bubble of this fluid light energy and you can feel it moving you might move your hands a little bit around to kind of feel the flow of this you might find at first that you don't notice the flow, but as you kind of work with this, as you allow this energy to flow, you might find, oh yes, I can feel this flow of energy. You might notice that you can actually feel it all the way out to the edges of the space you're sitting in, the edges of the room. You might notice you can feel it all the way out to the edge of the building you're in, or if you're outside, maybe you can feel it all the way to the edge of your town. You can, you can play around with this and stop anywhere that feels good. If it's just a, a foot or so outside your body, that's perfect. Don't let any judgments come up here. This is not an intention of purposely expanding. This is just filling the space that you're occupying with this beautiful golden fluid, this light, this love, this fluid energy, all one in this space. And just spend a moment or two here noticing the flow of this fluid within the body now around the body notice how much spaciousness there is maybe your body feels all of a sudden like it can truly relax because it's not bound up in this kind of tight stagnant space you've opened this flow out into the space around your body you've embodied yourself within the body but also in these fields around the body all part of your physical body all part of this embodiment process. Just spending a moment here. And then moving on to just getting a sense of the light body. So again, there, we're creating kind of an idea of two different bodies here and you may feel it that way or you may just feel this as an extension of this space. But notice first this pillar of light we've already called into the body it's flowing through this fluid energetic medium but there's also this beautiful golden light flowing down you might even see it as white some people see it as purple whatever comes to you here is perfect just imagine that they're almost like there's a flashlight just shining straight up into the sky and straight down through your body and straight down into the earth and maybe you're leaving that sense of fluidity for a moment and that's fine that's part of this kind of awareness of these two separate aspects of being we had the physical fluid flow and now we're we're dealing with this light that has more of a direct motion it's less of that kind of oozy flow and more of just this feeling of directness light directly all the way up as far as you can picture and all the way down into the earth as far as you can imagine and then notice that this light actually spreads out especially from your heart space you might even get the sense of this this light extending out almost like wings you might get a sense of this same kind of bubble that you're in but instead of feeling that fluid now we're just feeling the light this is that connection to the spiritual realms to multi-dimensionality to past lives and future lives to our ancestral lineage to our energetic lineage to our starseed origin all of this occupies this light body and just see if you get a sense of it that's all we're doing here we're not manipulating anything if you're not feeling this that's fine just set the intention to begin to introduce some awareness i introduce awareness of my light body you might again kind of see almost like two lights just shining straight out from the side of you maybe they're big beautiful floodlights or spotlights maybe they're more focused like flashlights so you're in this cross of light here you've got this pillar vertical up and down and then you've got this light shining out from the side and whatever way it's coming through to you whatever color comes through is beautiful let that just come through intuitively and in the last few minutes here we're going to do a little bit of sound just to kind of help this fluid movement help this integration we're beginning to introduce this idea that yes i occupy my physical fluid body within and around my body and i occupy this light body this connection directly to divinity directly to my soul directly to my calling here in this physical plane 
just explore this. Choose one body or the other to kind of feel into, or maybe you get a sense of both of them kind of superimposed on each other. Maybe they're just beautifully woven together and you're already feeling integrated. Just play around with this. There's no rules here, whatever feels good to you. Just let yourself play for a few minutes. I'm gonna introduce some sound just to help with this kind of integration, to help with this awareness of all of these beautiful aspects of your being. Just sealing this space now with some beautiful Reiki energy to assist you in this integration process. Wherever you're at in this process, be gentle with yourself. Maybe this is the first time you've been introduced to any of these concepts and all of this feels foreign. All of this feels a little bit wrong. That's okay. Come back to this, repeat it you will begin to develop awareness of all of these aspects. This fluid, physical, energetic body, physical body within and around the body, this flow of this fluid energy, this light body, this beautiful ethereal aspect of your spirit, of your soul, of your connection to the divine, all part of you, all part of your body embodying all aspects of yourself, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual, working toward that goal and being gentle about it. Just continuing to practice and knowing that each time you do, you will make advances. You will progress into greater states of awareness, greater states of fluidity, greater connection with your light, an embodiment of your physical and light bodies. Bringing yourself back now. You didn't leave the body, but perhaps you expanded beyond your normal state. If you'd like to allow that crown chakra to gently close, you can do so or leave it open for the highest good. I highly encourage you to leave those little chakras in your feet open for the highest good to assist in remaining grounded as you move forward with the rest of your day or evening. Giving yourself some gratitude for completing this practice. This is a really powerful and potent practice that will reap many rewards if you continue it. So give yourself gratitude for being present here during this session. Sadnam. The truth of your identity is that you are a sacred being of light and love and 
physicality of fluid momentum. Allow yourself to embrace all of these aspects of yourself and know that you are loved and supported and held. As you're ready, maybe take a few nice deep breaths, sigh them out through the mouth. You can use that oxytocin breath if it feels good. Slowly begin to move your body around. Just coming back to yourself, coming back to the rest of your day or evening. If you're in a safe space and you'd like to drift off to sleep, you can allow yourself to do so. If you're coming back to the rest of your day or evening, just slowly moving the body, reminding yourself of the deliciousness of being embodied, body, mind, and soul. As you're ready, take one or two more deep breaths. And when you feel ready to, you can open your eyes. Thank you so much for joining me this evening. Have an embodied rest of your evening and week, and I will see you next week for Wind Down Wednesdays.